0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys. And take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Well, quick weather report while we get started here. Uh, beautiful weather here in Los Angeles. I'm wearing short pants. Uh, of course, I'm wearing a canvas plimsoll, a uh, madras shirt, and a five-panel cap. Um... That's an unusual choice for me. Anyway, let's get into our guests. Uh, Jordan Morris, not here this week. Jordan is in Austin, Texas, which from what I understand is different from the rest of Texas. Weird. (laughs) That's what I'm told. I've been told. Anyway, from the Lady to Lady podcast, uh, on my right, the great Barbara Gray.
2: Hello. Hi, Beth. Also in short
1: pants. Yeah, looking great. Everybody's wearing short pants. Well, you're wearing more of a clam digger. T-
2: more of a
0: clam digger. I, ha- yeah. I can roll them up into short pants even further. So we're kind of Options. in solidarity. Randy, can
1: I ask you to just roll them right up into short pants? Yeah. Just rolling <laughs> them all the way up. Also showing some us, gams. Also with us, Brandy Posey from the Lady to Lady podcast. <laughs> Hello. Um, it's a real it, – look. I don't mean to be rude to you guys. <laughs> this is the B team. We got Colin Marshall on the boards today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's no, Ryan second
2: string
0: here. Yeah.
1: But you know what? We're the
0: underdogs. Yeah this yeah. is under. This is like major league. We're the little giants. Angels are in our outfield right now. You we're we're oh. we're every third act of every movie in the nineties. Yeah, we're
2: all... we we're gonna, we're about to go through a montage, right? Yeah. Or did we already <laughs> go through it?
0: Christopher Lloyd's ghost is just hanging on a okay. corner right now.
1: <laughs> I you know I the other day I watched the gammas or whatever they're called. God damn it, gabba from the movie from the movie Pitch Perfect 2 the oh the
2: the oh,
0: deltas the, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: delta gammas or whatever mm-hmm.
1: whatever they're called mm-hmm. they're- the Bellas. The Bellas. The be- Bellas. Bellas.
2: Bellas.
0: That's it. The
1: Bellas. It. They defeated Das Sound Machine, the evil German <laughs> cappella group in the movie Pitch Perfect 2. So I'm already in the mood.
0: I like that they're following the same thing as the Mighty Ducks movies. Like in the second <laughs> Mighty Ducks movies, they defeated Russia. So now that there's like an international oh, element in this one.
2: If there was a crossover, Mighty Ducks. Gordon Bombay became like the head of the <laughs> –
1: he had to take over. Wait, what guy is that? A Mighty Ducks guy? He's the,
0: yeah, yeah, he's Emilio Estevez. He's like the, the uh, coach. Oh, okay. He's the yeah. coach he who they're like, over The Bellas.
1: Yes. Yeah, he's,
2: they're like, You're an alcoholic. Please teach this hockey team. I had a
1: real alcoholic. <laughs> baseball coach for quite a while
2: i think um, a lot of people did but they don't realize it yeah, <laughs> yeah well
1: i only i only sort of reverse engineered it from his kind of general inconsistency <laughs> and the fact that his car only had one door oh no yeah it was only one door on his car how is that possible <laughs> one door that worked or just one no, door <laughs> only one door on one side there was a door on the other side there was just an open space where a door should be oh he buddy. had children from the baseball team <laughs> Riding in a car that had one door on the driver's side and none door on the other side. I want that story. You could ride a motorcycle through his car (laughs) (laughs) if you were a really good motorcyclist. Which is ironically how
2: he lost the door
0: in the first place.
1: His name was Tim, and he – yeah, he smelled like booze. Mm
2: -hmm. But do you know what you – I don't know if I would know that smell when I was a kid. Just kind of like a general weird –
1: Yeah, but it's like a – It's my parents didn't drink, so it's it's a very distinctive Mm -hmm. thing. But my parents didn't drink, but my dad took me to a lot of AA meetings. So, those
3: (laughs) two things, so you knew
1: that smell. I knew that smell, but I didn't put it together that 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 meant that he shouldn't coach a children's baseball team. Mm -hmm. And in fact, he was quite a good coach. Yeah, I learned a lot from Tim.
2: (laughs) You're and he was Emilio Estevez, right? He's just. Yeah, it was In, Emilio Estevez. He was doing he was doing research for his yeah. upcoming film.
1: God, that'd be wonderful, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> can you imagine how handsome he would be? Oh, right. the whole time he's coaching, so your team?
2: handsome, just staring at the gold. All the skin. little girls would have weird crushes on him. Yeah, what what is Emilio Estevez doing? I think he owns a winery somewhere.
0: <laughs> I looked it up recently because when the whole Charlie Sheen thing went down, I wanted to know. Oh yeah, somebody how said
2: that they went feel into about his. This. Yeah, they went into his, like, mm-hmm. bar. More like his a bars.
1: winery. I'm sure yeah. hearing that guy's complaints. <laughs> Emilio <Whinary>. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> there is a Pitch Perfect 2 poster. Why and-
1: is Charlie Shear famous? I'm not insane. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so much for being the responsible older yeah. brother yeah. that's like classic sibling order is those two guys
1: right and the, and the, the, ju- most and the junior is the become successful thanks to his impetuousness mm-hmm. despite his uh yeah you know
2: wait who's the oh 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 charlie sheen Never i assume charlie Sheen's i thought younger. i was thinking there was a third one that i didn't know about no. is there another one i guess there's just dad
0: yeah, Martin. And he's just like, fuck all y'all.
2: But is Emilio Estevez his brother? I thought it was like his cousin or something. No, him and-
1: Which he- one of them was in the Funky Punch?
2: I don't know. Uh, don't know. Was Both a- of them.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I was no. born in 84. I, I don't know. I think Emilio Estevez is probably doing Christian movies, don't you? It
0: yes. feels
2: that way. He
0: has that feeling. I think he's out of the game, though. I think he really? made that Mighty Ducks money and was like, peace. I'm going <laughs> to own this winery.
1: He just has a giant- yeah. Mansion shaped like a, a duck.
0: Yeah, I just tripled, triple dv
1: shaped mansion. <laughs> yeah. After
0: his most famous play. Yeah. He just like goes, opens a lot of car dealerships and like cuts ribbons and is like, quack, quack, quack. What a savings. Like over and <laughs> over again.
1: Can I tell you something about the Mighty Ducks mm-hmm. that leaves me in awe? Yeah. The hockey team in Orange County, in Anaheim, California, mm-hmm. was an expansion team that was owned by Disney. <laughs> So step one, the first amazing thing is, it's like 1996 or whatever. They got together, the people from Disney that were in charge of running Disney's hockey team, Mm -hmm. all got together at a big board meeting. They said, what should we call our hockey team that will be competing with other hockey teams (laughs) in a major hockey league? Yeah. And somebody raised their hand Mm -hmm. and said... The mighty ducks.
2: <laughs> I forgot that they really made that into a team. Yeah,
1: it's real. They still exist. And, <laughs> oh, God. And then, so if one person raised their hand and said that, then a second person, presumably someone in charge of the meeting, mm-hmm. banged a gavel, mm-hmm, right? Or blew an air horn, looked up from their minutes, rang a bell, mm-hmm. whatever symbol they had in their corporate culture to indicate. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yay. Yeah, we got it. Yay this or nay. This franchise is forever.
2: They <laughs> burned a Mickey Mouse effigy, I think, is probably the yeah. sign that they're <laughs> a new
0: business idea. White smoke came up from the castle. Yeah. That's how we knew we had The a...
1: Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Even in the movie The Mighty Ducks, <laughs> the premise of naming the team The Mighty Ducks is, is like that it's a joke. an embarrassing yeah. name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real grown men mm-hmm. who are at the top of their field, the field of <laughs> ice hockey. Yep. Signed contracts where at the top it said Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. And then a man gave them $3 million.
2: What other names are there, Mm -hmm. though? What are the other hockey team names?
1: There's the Blackhawks. There's the Canucks. There's San Jose Sharks. They're all stupid. I remember when the Sharks, uh, I think, came around shortly before the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Mm -hmm. And I'm from the Bay Area, so I remember... There was a big controversy because uh, they wanted to call them. They had like one of those voting contests, yeah, and they wanted to call them the Blades. Oh, okay, uh, but that was too gang affiliated.
0: Yeah, I mean that is a little gangy. So it
2: always (laughs) has to be like a weird, a weird animal era Mm -hmm. gang. Yeah,
1: it's not like. (laughs) I was it's like not like b- b- Pyru Crips or whatever <laughs> are like, right. yeah, we're going to call ourselves the Bleeds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just get out a switchblade
0: comb and comb their hair back. I would love it. All of their hockey sticks have a switchblade that pops out at the top.
1: <laughs> but it is now 20 years after the Anaheim Mighty Ducks joined mm-hmm. the NHL. They are no longer owned by Disney. Yep. They are still called the Ducks. hmm their their mascot is still a cartoon duck face
0: <laughs> there was also a cartoon show of the mighty ducks it was only on for a season or two and they were cartoon ducks from space that came down this is real they were superhero ducks from space that came to earth <laughs> their spaceship broke and they all played hockey and like they lived in the hockey rink and <laughs> and they were alien ducks Here and they a were duck pond. Yeah, the Duck Pond. Which is farms. what
1: they actually call an actual arena <laughs> that costs hundreds of millions of dollars to build. The Duck Pond. That's awesome. I
2: like it. I mean, it's not any weirder to me than the Utah Jazz. And I know that the Jazz started out somewhere else. I mean, Jazz is a pretty interesting yeah, what? name. What? <laughs> it, it it You're not a makes... Jazzbo?
0: I was, jazz, I was yeah. a jazz,
2: I was a jazz jazzbo. I was a hardcore Barber, jazz. Barbara knows everything about the Utah Jazz from like from 1992. 1996. Yeah, ninety five, ninety six. I like those so shorts. So. I was obsessed with them <laughs> one specific year, though. Yeah, for one year. <laughs> what, um, are we,
1: what are we talking about? Well, who was where? Were, where did your obsession? It line? was. We're uh, about John uh, it was. We we're talk talking
2: about, about Howard Eisley, backup point guard for John Stockton.
1: Oh wow, <laughs> that's real specific.
2: <laughs> I had. Well, I lived in Salt Lake City, and I had a big old crush on him. But also, I love the Jazz, and I just. Anything I liked had to have like an element of having a crush on a boy. Yeah. What was
1: wrong with John Stockton? This, oh, I love the John Hall of Stockton. Fame starting point guard. But he was
2: but he was but Howard was the underdog, you know. He, he yeah. to live up to John Stockton, that's like a big deal. So I liked, you know, I went for him. You want something that's attainable. Also, yeah, he you wasn't favorite, married.
1: When you were 10, <laughs> your favorite band was The Replacements.
2: Yes. Yeah, obviously.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I like the idea that the Utah Jazz when they uh, you know, drop a 3 or whatever. Everybody clapped. Yeah. And applauding. I like Inst- that. Like,
2: to, tr- to practice their dribbling skills, they all play trumpets and stuff, like get their fingers <laughs> real nimble. Yeah, exactly.
0: It keeps your That would be amazing if
2: they, if they also played in a jazz band
0: like, <laughs> during halftime. Uh, we want to sign you, but how's your trombone yeah.
1: skills? I want to bring back jazz bows. It's a good term. Do you guys... Not just the term, but the whole culture, the lifestyle. I want to <laughs> be... A, I, I've decided... No, I'm going to commit myself <laughs> no. to a hipster lifestyle, <laughs> circa 1960.
2: I could see you. What does that entail exactly? A lot of snapping. I know that
1: you wear a sharp, you wear a sharp suit, okay, or a sport coat with flannel trousers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do a lot of snapping. Yep. Uh, is this
2: like also beatnik or beatniks different? Than- this is sim
1: rough. This is pretty okay. similar to beatnik. Yeah. I mean, beatniks were. Beatniks were in the sort of mid-50s and were a little cooler than this.
2: What What would you guys be in that that, uh, arena of time? I feel like I would just be like the girl turning into a hippie pretty much.
1: I'd probably be a greaser, don't you think?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I would also be a greaser. Yes. Oh, Brandy (laughs) would for sure. I would not be a
2: hippie. Brandy would be uh, Rizzo. Yeah.
1: I'm yeah, a plea because I love to fight using snaps.
2: Mm hmm. What am I then? Moves? So, what is yeah. the. I guess I'd be beat a beatnik because that's what turned into hippies at that time, right? Or what in that time period was the pre hippie? Beatnik kind of split off
1: into Just both. the bad
2: kid? Just the kid who gets pregnant? I don't know.
0: I think yeah.
1: beatniks turned into like folkies and folkies turned into hippies.
0: Okay. Yeah. You'd be a juvenile delinquent oh. in the words of every John Waters movie.
1: <laughs> One time, my uh, childhood best friend. Uh, asked his mom whether uh she and his dad were hippies in the sixties mm-hmm. and this like stricken look came across her face face <laughs> like this was really important like it was <laughs> as though it was as though like twenty years from now our children all asked us if we were hipsters yeah right <laughs> and she went well no <laughs> we were we were bohemians. <laughs>
2: Perfect answer. Oh man. I wanna Claudia. I asked my mom that and she said no, and I was like, there is no question that you were hippies after looking at your pictures. Like, don't give me that shit. There's no yeah. possible way you were not hippies. What
1: kinda of, what's going on in the pictures?
2: I mean Are like long dupes? long blonde hair. My dad had long hair and like bell bottoms and just mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was very obvious what was happening. They would hitchhike all over the
0: place. Yeah, my dad had some rad outfits. My parents, like outfits back in the day were I'm jealous. They were clothes horses. And then when yeah. I came along, they just stopped caring. And I was like, what happened to these stylish, beautiful people? Oh, I ruined your life. Cool. <laughs> That's what happened. Got it. Cool. Yeah, my dad used yeah. to look like blonde Elvis, and now he looks like Kenny Rogers. Like that's what happens. I think that I think that's children. just a dad thing. That just yeah.
2: happens to dads. <laughs> Wait,
1: your dad used to look like
0: blonde Elvis. Yeah, he had my dad has the same face as Elvis. Like, and then he has like blonde. He, he was like had the same blonde hair, like with giant sideburns and everything.
1: So, but your dad can't have been old enough to have been blonde Elvis when it was appropriate to be blonde. He's
0: Elvis. he's what he's sixty three.
1: So that means he wasn't born until the early fifties. So yeah, was, yeah. Like, yeah. Five years old when it was appropriate yeah. to look like Elvis.
0: Yeah, exactly. But then when he was in his like, the seventies, he like looked like like a young greaser Elvis. That,
4: that was, is that a was good combo. The, the look he All went of that. For.
0: Yeah, his like high school senior photo is just like this
1: badass dude. Babs, what do you think that you would be if it was nineteen sixty right now? Well, I'm not talking about hippie times. Yeah, I'm talking about pre hippie times. Pre hippie
2: times. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who. Um, oh. I mean, what was the coolest thing? Because be yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be that obviously. Yeah, yeah. I'd be portory. Basically, <laughs>
1: my understanding.
2: Uh, I don't know. I I, I don't know if I'd be, I would be. I feel like in my head, there's only two. You're like either in the like good kids or the bad kids, you know. But I guess mm. the greasers were kind of the bad kids, right? Yeah. So I'd probably be like, yeah, I think I'd probably be a greaser. Whatever I'd,
0: I'd have to do to wear pants, I think that's what I would do. <laughs> Those dresses always look so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah.
1: My mom loves those dresses. Really? Yeah, my mom. My mom's commitment to crinolines <laughs> <laughs> runs there are, deep.
2: The, girls who <laughs> commit to that. Uh, yeah, good for you. Because uh, we we did a show at the pinup girl clothes mm-hmm. store, and all the girls there. I was just like, I can't comprehend
1: putting yeah. this much work
2: into
0: it's at least every two day. hours
1: a day to leave the house. When I'm at the Rose Bowl flea market, uh huh, and I see you. There's still there are still there's still two uh, vintage clothing costume communities in Los Angeles. Uh, one is the swing dancers from 1994. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 1995. Yep. Um, they I, they are sort of – they're so old at this point. No new people have joined that subculture. <laughs> no. no. So the people who are still in that subculture are all 50-ish now. And yep. They were grown-ups before. Like it wasn't a subculture of 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's I
2: don't know. I mean I knew a lot of like kids in my high school that got into that trend. Yeah, But, I'm but sure are they
1: still in it? That's like 1997. That's yeah, what we're, that's what we're talking about. with yeah. high school kids working. I'm talking mm-hmm. about these. I'm talking about Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs>
0: Definitely. Definitely. <laughs>
1: um, and uh, those people. So those people. There's a certain. I kind of admire them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but then there, there are the rockabilly. Uh, who, who the rockabilly's who are at least at least at the Rose Bowl Flea Market, 65 percent Latino. Yeah. Um and. That, I have to say, like, a chick in a rockabilly outfit um, is something of which I take notice. Yeah. It's yeah. a good look. I'm happily married lately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I <laughs> agree. something of which I take notice. Yeah. I mean, I if I'm not feeling
0: great about myself, I throw up a pompadour and put on some red lipstick and it fixes everything. Oh, yeah. It's not hard. That's all you have to do. It's
1: powerful stuff.
0: Yeah. I love it. Uh, I That's just blood. can't,
2: personally can't imagine committing to that every day. That just seems like it's a lot. So to me. much work. Yeah,
1: it's a lot of when work. When I see those, because the thing is, is like, I'll see you know a twenty-four-year-old woman at the Rose Bowl flea market, and it's seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you know what I mean. The flea market is something that happens at seven a.m. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about two o'clock in the afternoon. So no, they've much been less up since four
2: a.m. preparing. Yeah. yeah, so they yeah.
1: like you know. Drawing a drawing a line on the back of their mm-hmm. nylons or the back of their leg to look like nylons, one yep. or the other. I don't really understand. No,
0: you a can, lot of them have a tattoo with too. That.
1: Yeah, a lot of them get a tattoo of that. Yeah,
0: yeah, that is. I would never get that tattoo, but it is one of my favorite tattoos. Is just like the line with like the bows in the back of your legs. Mm-hmm. Like it's not for me, but I respect that tattoo in a lady. It's a good one.
2: But you realize they're not drawing that line. That they buy them with the line in there. I'm just telling you that that's. Yeah, that's an
1: option you can. <laughs> that's a different thing. No, it's the same thing. I think I'm talking about this tattoo. Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's a fun tattoo,
0: and also so much trust in a tattoo artist to get it perfectly straight up the back of your leg. They're wearing
1: heels. This is a walking-based activity. These women. are I mean, doing. anything yeah. heel. I can't. Uh-huh. I yeah. <laughs> They've got red lipstick on mm-hmm. and heels. Sometimes
2: yeah. I feel like as, like, a, a chubbier girl that I'm supposed to dress rockabilly because I see a lot of chubbier girls do that. And I'm like, am I not doing this? Is, am I
0: allowed? It is one of the flat, most flattering looks yeah. if you're, like, a curvy lady it is. that you have in your arsenal.
2: But I just – it's too much. Yeah.
0: It's just a lot of work because you can't half-ass it.
1: Yeah. You can't half-ass if, it. If you half-ass then- it, it
0: looks like you're running from somebody because you're like, why
1: aren't <laughs> you finished? What, here's what I think they do when they, when they they when they're half-assing it. Mm-hmm. They still do their hair. Yeah. Or sometimes they leave their – they just have their hair up in a snood.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what is a it's snood? Kind of, snood is
1: like one of those – it's like, uh, you know, that kind of hat that uh, you wear to be – to prepare food in a commercial environment? Yeah. It's like the classy version of that for a lady from the 40s. <laughs> well, I got to look up snoods. It's like a thing you – you know, if you imagine you put your oh, hair up on okay. your head in a knot and then there's like a net that goes over that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a snood. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to be confused with a snooze – Yep. Which is uh, some kind of Scandinavian tobacco pouch. <laughs> um, so they got that going on up top. Mm-hmm. Red, the, do the makeup. Yeah, the makeup is done.
2: Jesse is very, looked into this very. <laughs> but, the,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the outfit usually they'll they'll break it down to just like white shirt and blue jeans and heels. Yep. Mm-hmm. They will not not be wearing heels though. No. And there, you you can't do the you can't do the Rose Bowl flea market without putting in two miles. No, that's like the short version of going to the Rose Bowl flea market. is two miles of walk. <laughs> yeah, it's a day. You got to have some. We some tried nuts to in your
2: do purse. on on the podcast. We. We were gonna do a thing where we were gonna wear, wear heels every day for a week, and yeah. we never we <laughs> no. did not do it. No. We're like, like a- no, nah, I'm good. This How might- many days did you make it to? Nothing. We didn't do it. We just yeah. talked about
0: it. We talked about it and then chose not to because we we're like, this will end all of our relationships. Yeah,
2: it would Let's be do fun. This right now. Okay, the three of us. Okay, All right. one week.
1: I can't. I'm right now. I'm in a, uh, I'm in a big uh, ladies' shoe figuring out mode hmm. because my wife uh, my wife prefers to wear sandals all the time. Yeah, um, And is always barefoot in the house. I'm almost never barefoot in the house because my feet get cold. Mm. Um, but she's always barefoot and she always wears sandals. And she went to the doctor recently. She had plantar fasciitis Ooh. from not having any arch support. Mm. Yeah. So she has to wear arch support shoes all the time now. And she got these – she talked about this on her show One Bad Mother. So I feel like I'm not speaking out of school. And she's full, very self-aware. Mm-hmm. And she's beautiful, and I love her very much. <laughs> she bought these uh, flip flops that are like arch support flip flops. Oh,
2: and they're like the ugliest things they're ever. Literally the ugliest. <laughs> yeah. ever hey, orthopedic entire. shoes are hideous. Yeah, but yeah, that's the
1: thing. Like they're not even. They don't even have the charm of like an S.A.S. comfort shoe, you know, like a nurse shoe, right? Uh-huh. Because they're they're flip flops. Only the like the bottom is all weird and shaped up of yeah. rubber. And the top is made of like aquamarine neoprene. Oh man! They're genuinely grotesque, and I don't, (laughs) I don't uh, begrudge my wife wearing them because she needs. It was very painful when she's not, and she likes to have a shoe she can just slip onto her foot. Mm -hmm. God, we gotta figure something out. (laughs) We gotta figure this out. I don't know how they haven't sneakers. She didn't really have sneakers. Yeah. We were buying her sneakers. Oof.
2: I don't know how they haven't been able to figure out a cross there where it's they don't have to look hideous. Just a decent-looking sandal. Shouldn't My mom that bought hard. me some sandals that were really comfortable, but they were the same thing. And I was like, I can never wear these. These yeah. are these are awful.
1: For real, I we we bought her Birkenstocks. Mm-hmm. And the weird shoe, shoe foot shape yeah. on the bottom of Birkenstocks is different from the foot shape of her foot. Ugh. And so it didn't work. I was like, look, we're just going to do this. We're going to go full-on. Birkenstock, mm-hmm. uh, fucking normcore mom. Yeah, <laughs> you're just gonna do it. You're yeah. just gonna you're just yeah. gonna wear yoga pants and Birkenstocks all the time and just be super Venice, California.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it wasn't not happening. an option. What's an What's an alternative to a Birkenstock? Earth shoes.
2: I mean, I personally bought these flip flops at a uh, water park, so, okay. so and they've been so, good to yeah.
1: go, me. Is it worth the price? Should we
2: go to San Dimas? Like a Raging Waters. Yeah, ra- a... Raging Waters. Yeah. Break break the target break the target sandals you are wearing and then be forced to buy these. Yeah. What
1: do you what do you pay Pretty. for what do you pay for a flip flop at the water park? I think oh. these
2: were like fifteen bucks or something. Like yeah. That.
1: No, that's not bad. Peace yeah. signs. It's
2: mm. Great great I a, design.
1: I have a pair of flip flops, um, and I have literally had them since I was sixteen years old. <laughs> I bought them at the Nordstrom rack, mm-hmm. um, and I wear them half a time a year. Yeah. I yeah. would say is the approximate amount half of, a time, yeah, half, half a, a time. time a year. That's mm-hmm. like where I wear regular shoes until I get to a situation where I definitely have to wear flip flops. Mm-hmm. You're just like so anti flip flop. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not on board with flip flops at all. I'm half oh, for a lady, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah. not
0: for a man. I don't like seeing a man foot in the world. Sometimes it can be a lot.
1: I mean Although, can I say this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: granted, it's my show. My name is literally in the <laughs> I didn't say yeah, yeah. I,
0: yeah. I think I think right you now. can say it. Can you not say it? I mean,
1: I know it's no, okay. gotta get. <laughs> out. All, right, all right, go for it. I go. don't want to explode. right <laughs> here in the roof. Uh, I'm all about wearing huaraches right now. Ooh. What is that? That's a Mexican woven sandal. Oh, yeah, those look pretty comfy. And here's the thing: I got a big foot. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to brag, but I'm a big man. Yeah, big foot, big man. And I – unfortunately, Mexico is not a land of tall men. No. Uh, and so you cannot buy – if you go to a place that sells huaraches in Los Angeles, you can't buy them in my size. Yeah. So they stop at like 9 or 10. Do they just
0: sew, sew on a couple extra inches on in the back for you? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> like cut off
1: the back <laughs> yeah. and just put a milk crate in there? Yeah. I had to – so my mom – my mom spends a lot of time in Guadalajara in Mexico and I was like, Mom, I want some huaraches. Ooh,
2: special mission. And she said,
1: so she like she went to Mexico with a uh with a eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper with my foot <laughs> traced on it. Aww. And went to the huarachero, the guy who makes huaraches, <laughs> and brought home a couple pairs and they totally fit. That's awesome. that was my whole lifestyle. Just like a chill ass <laughs> surfer dude from San Diego. That's awesome, bro.
2: I just got rid of <laughs> Hang
1: loose. I just yeah. got
2: rid of like everything I own and I only Kept like three pairs of shoes because that's all I wear. By the way,
1: do you guys like Jordan's out of here for 20 minutes and already it's just outfit talk?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's all we talk about. Yeah. Why did
1: you get rid of everything that you owned?
2: I did that like uh, the the life changing magic of tidying up or whatever. Have you heard about that? Oh yeah,
1: that involves Mm -hmm. special ways to fold things. Yes, and you say goodbye to things. Is whatever,
2: but you you get rid of a lot of things. You say goodbye to a lot of things.
1: So this is a book. This is a book written by a Japanese woman Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. that I read about in New York Magazine, uh, which has a system for like you put all your. Books in the center of your room.
2: You ba- you basically put – it goes like clothes, books, electronic – I can't remember the order. But you leave like photos and personal stuff to the end. And you put clothes – yeah, everything you own in the middle of the room. And you only – you hold every item and if it sparks joy – you keep it, and if it doesn't, you get rid of it.
1: Now, so joy sparking—does that mean the physical arousal?
2: Basically, yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you know, Do you get become engorged? Yeah, you become yeah. engorged. Every <laughs> everything gets hard on you, and right. then you mm-hmm. decide to keep it or whatever.
1: You just check for nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Check your nips. This
1: cardigan makes Hold me it. horny. to it. <laughs> Hold on, nip check. And yep. then you uh-huh. you leave a big pile. <laughs> <laughs> of... I'm like that we have the same nips. <laughs> 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 Balls, yep. crossing over with a flat hand yeah. going up and down in yep. a wiping motion exactly going,
2: ah. <laughs> got it sandpaper yeah um that's what you're looking for <laughs> yeah so i i don't know i did that and i got rid of a lot of stuff and now i don't have any shoes. yeah i walked what into barbara's room
1: mm-hmm. what what didn't what didn't a lot didn't of things
2: a, well, a lot of stuff that i've kept that was like someday i'll fit into these again that's been like 10 years and it's like well let's yeah. just stop thinking that's going to happen and also it's like if i did like i don't know whatever lose weight and try want to fit into that i would buy new th- i would yeah. definitely want to go on a shopping spree so i have know. a
0: pile of clothes that i don't know what to do with i have things like i have my t-shirt from um the part the very 1st podcastathon that i went uh-huh. to and it's like a giant XL white t-shirt that says i survived podcastathon, and i've never worn it right but you i don't want to get rid of that yeah it's I, I don't. I'm like. I just have a box, that I'm like, here's company, weird XL T-shirts. There's a company
2: that makes that makes blankets from them. I don't know that I want that on a
0: blanket. That's. A, I know. But what
2: <laughs> else so are you going to do, do with it? It's just going to be <laughs> yeah. in a yeah. box forever. Yeah, you really I know. Want to sleep I know. With Matt Belknap?
0: No. no. Matt <laughs> Matt Belknap's a Wonderful guy. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. They're a delight. I mean, they're. That's one of the few podcasts that I actually listen to on a regular basis. That's like a comedy podcast, but it is like. I don't want to look at this every day, and I've never worn it.
2: Yeah. I have a, bo- I kept I have a, a few, box of that I kept stuff. about six shirts like yeah. that, but mostly mm-hmm. I got rid of.
1: Anyway, the moral of this story yeah. go to maxfunstore.com. <laughs> yes. Pick up some, <laughs>
2: get
1: fun. some merchandise. Get some new stuff. Yeah. Get some new stuff in the store right now. Mm-hmm.
2: That all will spark joy, I can guarantee I don't know you. That. If I, mm-hmm. I
1: don't know if I could get rid of my clothes. Yeah. I do. I call my clothes, but to be fair, <laughs> I have an entire wall's worth of clothes and then another closet's worth of clothes. That's and a lot. Also, oh. a, a dresser of clothes.
0: Do you switch them out for seasons?
1: I do. So I also so yeah. granted. Mm-hmm. I in addition to those things that I just <laughs> listed. Yes. I also have an entire <laughs> rack of clothes and like four or five like of those Costco uh-huh. plastic boxes of clothes. Nice. Oh yeah. In a seasonal. And what's hilarious is. I do a seasonal switch mm-hmm. and live in a city where there are no seasons. Yeah, you don't yeah. need it. No.
0: Sometimes you can trick yourself into thinking that you have new clothes though by just putting stuff away for a couple of months.
1: I probably have fifteen sweaters. I probably wear a sweater five times a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I had the exact same thing. I have a lot of winter stuff because I like a winter look. No, it's love so that. good.
1: I love the
2: well, we also tra- we get away with it though because we do travel and stuff. So it's like you are going to be yeah. in other places that'll be cold sometimes. Yeah, you know. You know.
1: I literally just bought a pair of, I, I, I like talked myself into buying a pair of lined boots. You know, like
2: oh, like, like really <laughs> heavy duty, yep,
1: like like gentleman style boots. Mm-hmm. Not like I'm not talking about like snow boots. I'm talking about like gentleman style boots. Yeah. but with a shearling lining. <laughs> oh man! And that, oh, that's a, a completely essential garment for me to own here <laughs> in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, so I just <laughs> like now I have to take trips in to New York in specifically October because mm-hmm. you can't wear them in the snow.
0: No. Got to justify them somehow. <laughs> it's got to be cold <laughs> only in the fall to wear a lined yeah.
1: <laughs> boot, but not so cold that it's snowing and wet, and so you're <laughs> ruining them. Mm-hmm. What is my life? <laughs> Who am I? You're Jesse. Who are you? Every time I put on shorts, I resent it.
0: I was surprised to see you in shorts today. Um, no, but it's so, it's There's how, it's a, a, how it's can you not wear shorts? Yeah. yeah, it's a fashionable short, but you just don't. Thank you, you you strike me as a guy that would would not wear shorts I I specifically because you hate shorts. Thing.
1: I literally I'm I'm from San Francisco. Yeah. And as a child uh you know until I finished and I went to college in Santa Cruz basically in t- literally until I moved to Los Angeles there was never a point in my life where I owned more than one pair of shorts mm-hmm. and most of that time I literally owned no shorts. Yeah. Um and was Fine with that. Yeah, hundred percent comfortable, not owning any shorts at all. Yeah, Um, I think I think maybe I got like my first pair of shorts in for since I was a little kid when I did an internship in Washington D.C. in the summer. Yeah, where it's in.
2: Yeah, you can't. There's no
0: option. Uh, That's horrific nightmare.
1: That's where I'm from. It's super.
0: Yeah, it's a swamp. It's built on a swamp.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: If you did not grow (laughs) up in humidity, coming into it as an adult, it will ruin your life. (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the worst
1: year of your life. Dear God. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then I moved to Los Angeles and I realized I was just like, I am going to have to learn. I'm going to have to teach myself. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the things that I had to just accept. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't I, – I knew – I just couldn't live my life. Being a dick to myself yeah. about the fact that I needed to wear shorts because it was so hot outside.
0: Yeah. My my boyfriend is still doing that. He's from Chicago and he has a really hard time with the delightful winters that we have here because he's like, I'm going to wear this Carhartt jacket. And I'm like, no, but it's going to be 70. And he's like, no, it's just it's cold now. And I'm like, no, but it's going to be <laughs> – you're going to be sweating and dying outside. And he's, he doesn't care. He will layer up because he's like no it's february and this is what you do in february.
1: Yeah, that's what I, that's yeah. the life I want to live. <laughs> Although I couldn't I couldn't do. The thing is, mm-hmm. when you're from San Francisco, the your level of weather pussiness and pussies are very strong. I don't know yes. if you guys knew that. So it's not really mm, mm-hmm. okay. it's a bad word to use to describe weakness. Yeah. Uh Thank you. We're
2: fine. Don't worry. We're, We're, it's all it gonna pass. Yeah. yeah. This
1: is for the people who are sending me emails right now.
2: <laughs> we just got an email. Oh we, man. Oh.
1: You don't want to be. Uh, if, there is no greater weather scrotum <laughs> than a person from San Francisco because if I if it goes below sixty or above like seventy six, mm-hmm. I get very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like in that range, I'm fine. Like right. basically any yeah. situation in which I could wear a, a light coat. A, a light sweater mm-hmm. or a sweatshirt is a situation oh, where i that's perfect. Anything optimum. hotter or colder than that, I'm miserable.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But you shouldn't resent. You don't resent shorts because they're comfortable, right? Don't you feel good in that? I I don't oh, like I wearing don't pants. No, it looks no, good. I, no, you don't. You're good. Thank you. Just yeah. embrace it. Really yeah, good. you you're very put together, very well
0: right now. Your your shorts match your hat. Your shirt matches your shoes.
3: It's I really like a two-toned. We
1: really appreciate you. You girls look gorgeous. Glorious. <laughs> That's not true. That's not, we 100%. just had dance practice, so we get to know. The only person who looks shitty is Colin
2: Marshall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. La
2: la la
3: la 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 la
2: la 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 your
0: walls looking a little bare? Visit MaxFunStore.com and cover
2: all of these bases and more. We just added some amazing new shirts and posters, so visit today and outfit your home and torso with the freshest Max Fun merch. MaxFunStore.com.
3: La 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 la.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
0: I'm Brandy Posey, Sassmaster Classic.
2: Oh no, I'm Barbara Gray. Pizza breath.
1: I don't, <laughs> I don't have one. Pizza breath sounds like, that sounds like something a middle school bully would call you. I ate
2: I I pizza for breakfast, that's all I can think of. It's
1: good, right? It's, it's so delicious. Good. Every time I eat pizza. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a surprise.
1: I'm just like, fuck it's yeah. so fucking good. No wonder it's so popular. <sighs> mm-hmm. Have you been
2: to DeSano?
1: No. Is that a really good local pizzeria? Yes. Yeah, well, It wouldn't a- be an episode of Jordan Jesse Go without a <laughs> restaurant recommendation that's not actionable for 95
2: <laughs> Please, if you're ever in L.A., do nothing but go there. No, it's really yeah.
1: good. DeSano's Pizza Bakery. Guys, I have a, actually have a health concern. Mm-hmm. I'm suffering from an unidentified <sighs> abdominal pain.
2: Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. Do Describe I might
1: this. You think been
2: stabbed? <laughs> Describe. Is, <laughs> the it, is it like? Knife do you the think world? it's a muscle pain or like an organ?
0: Yeah. Does it feel like it's inside of the the, the abdominal wall or on the? It's abdominal not in wall? my tum tum. Okay.
1: It's below my tum tum.
0: If you raise your arm, does it hurt? Does
2: it hurt it? No. Okay. So it sounds like it's a insides. Do you
1: yeah. Think it's a goiter. What is a it goiter? Might-
2: no, actually,
1: I know is it like a boil. I know gross? this
0: is incorrect, but it feels like a big mole. I know that's not right, but it I don't feels. Think
1: right. it's a big mole. It's yeah. um. Oh, are we talking about goiters? Goiter. Or okay? No, a
0: goiter <laughs> feels like a disgusting mole that's on a face that you can't look away from. Maybe that's
2: it is. We, uh, yeah. me and Brandon have talked about this a lot recently, yeah. but it might be a, a twin that you.
0: Yeah, you might have absorbed you your twin absorbed. that you absorbed
2: as a child, and
0: I
1: just never identified it. In yeah.
2: There. Mm-hmm. It might yeah. be starting to move around. Oh, you think it just came to life? <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't know. You or think it's... it got excited because I ate some uh, particularly spicy al pastor the other day? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, possibly. Definitely.
0: It's Here like... are the
1: possibilities. Mm-hmm. Number one, of course, is going to be cancer. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh,
0: always with a bullet, always. number one. Top of
1: the line. Because <laughs> cancer, can, can, cancer can strike any part of your body. Mm-hmm. Bob Marley died of foot cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you can... Cancer could happen anywhere. And, and definitely
2: yeah. if you have any pain anywhere, immediately think it's cancer. Yeah. Because
1: that's a good safe bet.
0: Yeah, And you should definitely WebMD your symptoms to confirm right. cancer. Mm-hmm. You know what
1: they always say? Take it to 10. Mm-hmm. That's, that was what my mom always said. In a crisis, take it to 10. <laughs> Hell, take it to, cancer. it to 11. Take it 10. Okay, so that's number one. Could yeah. be cancer. Could be cancer. My wife told me that she doesn't think it's appendicitis. Because she got appendicitis. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you have suffered from that condition. No. She got appendicitis once in the mountains, in the mountains of Northern California, in a cabin. <laughs> oh no! And had to be driven two and a half hours in an ambulance to Reno. Ugh. Because it was late at night and there was no there were no surgeons at the hospital. <laughs> In the mountains of Northern California.
0: That sounds like the story of when Teddy Roosevelt became president and he barreled down the hill <laughs> yeah. to get sworn in at four in the morning.
1: <laughs> she was she was rough riding. Yeah. <laughs> um we yeah, so she she said that she said that when she got appendicitis, it was a generalized intense pain. It was not okay. a pain that built. Okay. So that's why I'm yours is
0: building? Has it gotten worse? Does it hurt when you breathe? When you just did that, did that hurt?
1: 24 hours I've had this pain.
0: Okay. Has yeah. it been about the same the whole time? Similar. Okay.
2: This happens to me all the time and then it just goes really? away. I think yeah. you could just be getting
0: older. Like that might just be You think this is natural this aging. Is physical manifestation what organs are over there? I don't even know. Mortality? <laughs> Yes. Have you been contemplating death recently? That could be what's
1: going on. You know what? Honestly, uh-huh. I've gotten pretty good at not contemplating death. No, oh, well. I feel like that's one of the, my big achievements as an adult. <laughs>
0: good job!
1: Like when I was like when I was like fifteen mm-hmm. or nineteen, I was terrified by death regularly.
2: Yeah. Oh, really? I'm totally the opposite. I was so carefree, and now I'm like, oh no, it's so near.
4: <laughs> when
1: you were a teenager, you thought you were immortal. <laughs> that's why you didn't use a seatbelt. Yeah, drive defensively. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you thought you could use as many hard drugs as you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> From pot cigarettes to mm-hmm. popping pills.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you
3: know? It's that all coming out my bio. Is
1: it drug? Coca Cola is a drug. Yeah, oh, I learned that from a policeman at my school in fifth grade. <laughs> Seemed like the wrong lesson the, for him to teach. The same be thing when they
2: told you about the guy who peeled his skin off like an orange or whatever. What? Whoa! It, what? Whoa! Tell me more. What?
1: <laughs> yeah. What Why did a did a man? The, who came to the your, dare? The, the DARE, dare your officer! When you were in fifth grade, Eli Roth? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the DARE officer came to our, came in seventh grade and told us that doing meth or something would, made this guy peel off his own skin. Salt like Lake City doesn't fuck around <laughs> with their DARE <laughs> program. Not. Holy hell. Wow. Did they have pictures? <laughs> no, he didn't have pictures of that. I can't, that's the only thing I really remember. I mean, obviously it stood out.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
2: That's a good warning for kids, though, right? That'll keep no, you from doing some shit. Kind of sickening and terrifying. <laughs> oh
4: boy! It I didn't I didn't do, do any hard drugs. Good drugs.
2: Yeah, exactly. yeah, but it was already Salt Lake. They were already not doing. I mean, any people
4: should do drugs.
1: Do Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely shouldn't do. Like the evidence, evidence is in. You shouldn't. Oh do my meth. god! Can I yeah, say how much I
2: love looking face at closed. love looking at those <laughs> faces of meth? Or the, the before and what? afters, The before and yeah. afters.
1: What are um, <laughs> we This is my show, and it's completely out of control. No, it's off the rails. <laughs> the, we the, my show at first. We can talk one about of those shorts those again. Mining rail cars, <laughs> yep. heading down a hill. Check it, check it. As check you, check you check talked it, check about check peeling it, skin off, off. Mm-hmm. and now it's jumped the tracks, but it's still going. Yep.
2: You'll. It's really enjoyable. Faces of meth. It's like. <laughs> It's it's these I don't know. It's mugshots. It, it's mugshots through the years of people who've had meth problems and how like they kind of look normal and now what has yeah. happened to them because they've done meth for. You see them
1: over the course you of like ten do years that when you when you're thinking maybe I should do some meth.
2: Yeah. Or I'm like yeah. looking for like makeover tips or, yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: like It doesn't have to be crystal meth. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just speed. It not just a pill. Yeah. A quartz meth. Just classic, classic greenies. Yeah. Like a baseball player there from are, the 60s. Mm. Speaking
2: of meth, there is some like hardcore like Breaking Bad action happening across from my house. There's a guy that lives there yeah. that has like always been – had lots of people coming at all hours of the night. And then the other morning at like 8 in the morning, there was a guy out there – yelling at a younger guy, being like, you gotta find it, man! Like, And the guy was looking through his car, and he's like, ask your lady! And he like mm-hmm. goes to talk to the woman, and I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but this yep. is not good!
0: That's like the place, there was a, an old abandoned house down the street from my old place, I used to live in Koreatown, and a bunch of meth squatters moved into it, and they ran a yard sale 24-7 out on their front lawn, but they had a sign that said, Bazaar, above it. <laughs> oh, of course.
1: <laughs> yeah, about, uh, about 16, 18, 18 hours a day it was a front lawn and about six hours a day it was a front yawn.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots, of front, lots of front yawning going yeah. down
1: there. although uh, Although... Want to the- buy a cinder block I found? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Although maybe not because they were on meth. So I don't know (laughs) if you want me on
1: meth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It was just garbage.
0: They were just selling garbage. They were selling bed bugs to people. (laughs) Do you want bed bugs here? Buy anything that we have.
1: Would you like a roly-poly? Yeah. (laughs)
0: Roly-poly
2: bug? Oh, those are cute. If bed bugs looks like that, I'd be okay.
1: So my so my third guess for this yes. unidentified pain mm-hmm. is that I have <laughs> – I said third guess for this. <laughs> no. So we got cancer. <laughs> number, right, number cancer. Number one most number likely. One. Appendicitis. Mm-hmm. Number two most likely is appendicitis. Mm-hmm. Number three, intestinal blockage. Yeah. But I – guys, I don't mean to be vulgar, but I use the bathroom comfortably. Yeah.
2: So you just talked that about that spicy – Spicy El Pastor.
1: I was blaming. So initially initially I thought it was a response to having eaten too much adobo. <laughs> you guys know where that is, right? Yeah. You go to the Filipino restaurant. Of course. You're fucking up that adobo. Yep. It'll happen. They just give you a whole bowl full of adobo. Yeah. And it's only one of your two <laughs> items. And then you see the the plantains. You're like, hey, can I get some fried bananas too? Mm. You know? Oh God, I want those. Yeah, they're good. They're so That's good. Sad.
0: I feel like you need to go on a very extreme cleanse to rule out all of these possibilities, now, just what, in case. What
1: constitutes an extreme cleanse? One of the one of the other all a, cleansing is extreme. Yeah. To me because toxins aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: Either the lemon, the spicy lemonade, or drink nothing but green stuff.
2: Well, how will that
0: determine? I don't know. It'll clear. It'll clear you out completely. I want to bring you to the brink of death, and then maybe that'll. Keep your mind off of what's happening here, and that'll just heal up on its own.
1: Can I give you guys a pitch, real quick? Pitch it, please. Meth cleanse. Hey, yeah, that's fun. I like we that. Get, we just we got to get uh, what's that blonde woman with her own newsletter, from movies? Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. We got to get Paltrow hooked on meth.
2: Yeah. Now doing that thing I did, the tidying up thing while on meth, I think it would be a perfect combo. You You'd would get, get that a done, lot done pretty quick. Done.
1: The, I think the main problem would be. You would get that surge of joy from, like, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you would have been gone through all of your possessions and you'd just be sticking a fork in an outlet mm-hmm. to get the surge
0: of joy. Surge <laughs> of <your> joy.
1: <laughs> Let's get Teresa on the phone. Get her to buy you some
0: meth while we're recording the podcast.
1: I don't think I could, I don't think I could do that folding or any of that shit.
2: Oh, it's yeah. really
0: easy. I
1: love my possessions.
2: What the folding's I not hard. I
1: fucking love my possessions. Yeah. And I hate folding.
2: <laughs> I do too. I, but I also probably own way less clothes than you. I barely had any clothes I to so to fold. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you have are they all hung up since you don't like folding? Everything's on a hanger?
1: I I mean, I'll fold my blue jeans but ha- okay. very haphazardly. Okay. And I shove my underpants and socks into a literally into a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> a cooler in a. You closet. like you like nice. cold cold it's like undies. A, like, it's like a cool cooler. Nice. It's not like it's not like an igloo yeah, that yeah. I bought at the Lo- at the Longs Drugs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like, like an old timey. It's like a chrome sixties. Is
2: this yeah. your? But is That's this nice. your like key for keeping cool in the summer? You wear cold underwear, a chilled <laughs> pair There's of no ice in the
1: cooler, Barbara. <laughs> I, let's be. But clear. I think that would be not a bad. It's not like I've. You not like, you know, like Kramer not like the with the oven. Is, Half full of underpants and yeah. half full of MGDs.
0: You <laughs> just have a mini fridge full of socks in your in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> Pop one open. Yeah, but
1: yeah. Almost. I mean, you know, I'm, we're talking about you're looking at a dress trouser. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a, a, a shirt that's been ironed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I iron my own clothes. I figured a, you would. See, I
2: don't have anything yeah. that needs. I have one thing that can be ironed. I just am not a.
1: I have. I don't think Jordan owns an iron. I know lots of people. I feel like there are lots of adults in my life. Mm-hmm. My in-laws don't own an iron.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: That's wow. hardcore.
0: They're yeah. grown-ups. They're, they're
1: professionals.
0: Yeah. Boomers all should all have irons.
1: That feels correct. Get an iron. Yeah. Come on. They're not expensive. They make things flat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's the role of an iron in your household.
0: I don't want to see those rumples in
1: your clothes. Can I tell old you what, though, Barbara? You you have this. You have this Japanese woman telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. I have this woman named Cheryl Cheryl Mendelson telling me what to do.
0: Cheryl Sandberg.
1: She wrote this. Yeah, <laughs> Cheryl Sandberg. Absolutely. Just telling you to lean in. Yeah. Um, I, I I like to think of myself as a fifth wave feminist. The fifth wave is uh, dudes. Yeah. It's just dudes who are imagining themselves to be...
2: I have to say what I thought Lean In was, which I, I told Brandy I didn't know what it was about. And I thought that it was literally like, lean in, show your cleavage, and then you'll get to the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like... <laughs> Literally lean in. I don't got I don't got you guys got what it takes in that department. I don't got what it takes. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm stuck we here. You can the, all lean the in the lower echelon of public radio. You've got a mid tier of yeah. of uh, comedy podcasting. <laughs> You've got to
0: watch some RuPaul's drag race get your shading game on. You could shade in a pair yeah, of that's um, a good point. Yeah.
1: That is a good point. Yeah. Um I uh I I had this book called Home Comforts. God, I love this book. I don't here's the thing. Tell us about this it. book does not have any systems in it. OK, so it is not a is not a system by which to live your life. It is just a woman who wrote a book who will comfort you in any time of domestic difficulty. There is a chapter in this book for anything that could happen in your house. There's literally a chapter about what kind of insurance you should get. But in addition, there's like a chapter that says every kind of way to get stains out of something, <laughs> and it's what's great about it. It's not just a made up, yeah. Like it's not like uh, it's not. They don't. She doesn't just say like, "Well, pour salt on it," or mm-hmm. like feed it to a cat, and mm-hmm. then it'll you know, or like whatever the right. like, Have a dog walk over it and yeah. shake it three times. She's not a witch. Is what <laughs> She's you're not saying. a witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: it is yeah, a witch named Cheryl. <laughs> the level of comfort. <laughs> Like, yeah, like from Shakespeare. Yeah, you
1: know, <laughs> Eye of Newt, which named Cheryl? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cheryl, can you get me some more bat wings? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just give me a second, Phyllis. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Cheryl is played by Paul Lynn in the scenario. <laughs> yep. I tried to do, a like, a middle-aged, mid-century woman's voice, and I just came out sounding
2: like... Oh. Give me a second!
1: Cheryl!
2: <laughs> they need to know how to get dog stains out of the carpet.
1: I'm on a panel show in the 70s! <laughs> <laughs> um, so this woman like mm-hmm. oh god it is so like she tells you like just the other day yeah I I had never I had never had uh, I, there's so many things in my home that I've never been responsible for before because I've never my parents never owned a home uh-huh. and I never owned a home until a year ago or mm-hmm. whenever it was that I bought my house yeah a year and a half ago I guess and so like I'll just open to the chapter on there's like a beautiful chapter on Air filters, mm-hmm. Like, what amount of air filtering is reasonable and what's silly? Yeah. Like, oh, great. Num, 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 num. I'll see what Cheryl has to say in her, <laughs> her wonderful book, Home Comforts. Like, what kind of bed sheets should you buy? Okay. I can't
2: imagine looking at <laughs> this. I would just Google all of these.
1: Oh, but it's way better than Google because it's elegantly presented. I like She's that. She's a lovely writer. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not hysterical or, like, yeah. when you Google it, you're just going to get a bunch of Ask Yahoo's. Yeah, yes, that that's the thing. Ask Yahoo. Ask Yahoo is very good.
0: Air filters are owned by the
1: Illuminati. Okay, here's you the question: Does she tell ever? you what to
2: do if um, a spider travels from another country and then infests your basement?
1: Oh, you have you have a spider invasion? No,
2: <laughs> like arachnophobia. <laughs> that was my <laughs> oh. point. Like, if you find out that there's a big spider nest.
1: What if you find out that you that you bought this house, but it turns out to be a real. Money Pit.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. Cheryl goes to the movies. Oh my That's God. her second book. <laughs> I made out with a guy who's that was his favorite movie. The Money Pit? Favorite movie. Wow. And we watched it and I was like, this is Awful. When did you
1: when did you make out with him before? Or it was after a... you got that revelation.
2: Nineteen eighty five. It was a long time ago. I like I... the
1: idea that you're taking make out applications. <laughs> and you're like looking at your favorite movie, The Money Pit. Well,
2: I had never I seen it. I had never so. seen Tom it Hanks before, and I went and hung out with him, and we watched it. And I think I just made out with him, so I didn't have to watch the movie because it was so bad. So you oh.
1: started watching it, and midway through. I got so thrilled by the sight of Chevy Chase's blundering. It
0: Chevy Chase <laughs> no, it's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. It's a Tom Hanks film. Yeah. is it? So it's not as good as I remember it. I mean – I haven't watched it, it since was, I was a child. It was really
1: bad. What is good? Fletch. Fletch is good.
0: Fletch is good. Fletch is good. Suburbia. Is that the name of the other Tom Hanks one where he – No, his, that has a more complicated – the, the Burbs. The Burbs. The Burbs. That one holds up. I burbs mean I – I is The Burbs holds up. Yeah. yeah burbs is really fun.
2: But Money Pit does not, and that, and we made out on a, one of those banana chairs that rocks back and forth. You know,
1: oh, wait, man. a banana chair? Is that, that what rocks they're called? Back and forth?
2: They're like those video, those weird like video game chairs that so you know. What oh,
0: I mean? so like it's a chair that just, just kind of goes down the, the rocker. They're, I don't know how to describe. I think they are called you. banana chairs. A
1: banana chair for video games? Yeah,
2: it's not. It doesn't. You're look too like classy. A you don't know about any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like. <laughs>
1: We made, we made out it under it's, his Xbox. It's like
2: a rocker. It's like as though this chair was just on the ground. It's
0: like. While
1: we were making out. He sucked down some paper grub.
2: It's like yeah. one of those
0: sketcher shoes that rolls the bottom except as a chair.
1: <laughs> OK. So I know what you're. It's like yes. if you imagine the if you imagine the chair, the seat from a race car, but it's put down on the ground. On yeah. <laughs> a sketcher yeah. shoe.
0: Yeah, there's no shoe. It's not, not like, like a, you're not like <laughs> driving. You on know it? those ones that are like rounded the at the Joe bottom. Montana kind? Is that what they are? The like kind that's
1: for Joe Montana I don't know and what's going on. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. The ones like that middle-aged Filipino nurses. Yeah, that
0: roll in the bottom. Oh, they're the grossest shoes. Just
1: be glad your wife doesn't have those. That's way – that is That's, dramatically worse. Yeah. That is significantly worse. <laughs> those
2: sound it. cool. I'm actually surprised I haven't owned – I don't own a
0: pair. Do they seem
1: cool to you? Yeah. You only – You get to wear, wheelies. We call wheelies. wheelies. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wheelies are a whole These different thing. These little have
2: wheelies on
0: them. <laughs> uh, man, I hate a kid – like the, a smug kid with wheelies makes me so angry in a mall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's filled it's like, with rage. Yeah. Have, have fun, not roller skating <laughs> yeah, right now, yeah. you fucking asshole! So like,
0: this is the best day of your life, kid. You get used to it. It's all downhill totally, from
2: here. I'm, I'm totally gonna, gonna birth some like bully kids who wear wheelies.
1: Yeah. The, just a gang of wheelies. Oh, yeah. Are these the qu- I have a question for you guys. This came uh-huh. up for me earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at uh, – I did some estate sailing today. Oh, nice. Uh, I had a Good really day nice, for it. I had a really nice time estate sailing. Uh, got myself a Vanity 6 record. Ooh. A couple of camera tripods. Nice. Uh, cartridge bag mm-hmm. uh, for if I take up shotgun shooting. Sure. Yeah. Um, a few, a variety of different things Yeah. yeah. estate sailing. Mm-hmm. The thing that tempted me the most, there was a garage sale across the street from one of the estate sales I went to. And it just had four – boxes of baseball cards. Okay. And there are baseball cards from I would say nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety. Okay. Which is when I was six to nine years old and was deeply engaged in baseball cards. Yeah. And the there was four boxes, four long boxes of them, and the total price was five dollars. Wow. And it took so much fucking focus for me <laughs> To drive my body away from those boxes of <laughs> baseball cards. Let's be clear. Worthless baseball yes, cards. Yes, yes. $5 was $5 more than their market value. Yeah. But, oh, boy, did I want what, to buy what, baseball in cards. Your, in your head,
2: like, what, were you, what would you do with them?
1: Look at them. <laughs> yeah. Like, flip through them. Yeah, but that's, like, you, could, you did that at the, at
2: the garage sale, and then you're done.
1: Oh, I didn't want to fuck with their baseball cards. Were in, yeah. They were packed in boxes. Oh,
2: right? okay, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, put away. Thing that,
1: the thing that I have to fight the urge to do once every year, I would say, <laughs> I spend a lot of time on eBay mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm picking out clothes for a feature on uh, my menswear blog, Put This On, mm-hmm. uh, where we recommend clothes. Yeah. Um, and so I spent a lot of time on eBay, and it is so hard for me not to just type in unopened wax box, which is the packs of baseball cards, mm-hmm. and then just like – 1987 tops, 1989 yeah. score because they cost like $3 mm-hmm. and I could have an entire box of baseball <laughs> cards, not just one pack. I could have an entire so, box.
2: It sounds <laughs> like an addiction. I, I mean I think you're going to give in at some point.
1: But I have not – like I haven't bought – I've probably bought – since I was 20, I've probably bought five baseball cards. Yeah. I a couple of baseball cards up in my office that I bought mm-hmm. relatively yeah. recently. And at some point in college I bought – uh, I bought a box of uh, uh, the set that had Ricky Henderson's rookie card because I wanted to get a Ricky Henderson rookie card. That's awesome. And I got five Ricky
3: Henderson. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right.
1: I got fucking five. Ricky so you Henderson got the monopoly. Cards. I got five Ricky Henderson rookie cards and a Jaguar, folks.
3: Ooh.
1: I, got I got it made. That's what I'm doing with your donation. Did you put money. them in your buying Jaguars and Ricky Henderson rookie cards? Did you put them in the spokes
2: of your of your bicycle? <laughs>
1: No, I saved him to masturbate to later. <laughs> but I found myself wondering. I thought I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Brandy and Babs this question: mm-hmm. Is there any weird, dumb thing that is like for children that has a powerful allure that you have to fight?
0: Oh, uh, I'm. Sure, that list is really long. Like
1: sparkly nail polish or something. I don't know what girls like. Uh, motorcycles, Lego,
0: Legos. I, I love, love Legos. Legos yeah, all my friends in college were uh, a lot of them were mechanical engineers, and they all brought their Lego sets to college and would build these giant. Yeah, basically, yeah, because yeah, cause they were engineers, and that's all they. Could. Yeah, yeah, they would build these giant intricate things together. They that they, they took one person's dorm room, and it just became like the Lego workshop of the entire. Oh, that's of awesome. The entire floor it was awesome. Um. Light brights—I have a big thing for.
1: I love, I love a one light time, bright. You know, Ready Made Magazine—the magazine of uh, things, mm-hmm. little cute things that you can make. Yeah. Um, we had—we used to have. Well, I used to have the, the women who started Ready Made Magazine on the Sound of Young America back in the, my Santa Cruz days from time to time. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time in Ready Made Magazine, one of the projects was make your own light bright coffee table. Ooh! Oh, and I got so- what? That's so cool. You—it's oh, <sighs> not that complicated either. You basically what you do is you get a uh, uh, you get a uh, like a the kind of coffee table that has you can either build it mm-hmm. or you get the kind of coffee table that has a sunken top you know like yeah. you would put and you put a pegboard in there and some lamps mm. and you put the things in the pegboard you know you just get the pegboard at the hardware store
0: yeah oh, that, was, that, that is was, cool
1: that was appealing to me I
0: love that you oh, can put man. anything
1: you want and you put the glass on top of it. Mm-hmm. You can turn it on, you got that dope light bite light I f- bright. I
2: found I found a way Love to do that. the Legos thing that works and it's called NetBricks. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Netflix. And you you order a set and they send it to you for like two months and you send it back after you build it.
1: So you just sit around doing Legos at your well,
2: house? Well, I bought it for my boyfriend for Christmas and then we built like a, a set together.
1: <laughs> and this is the this is That's the guy fun. who loves the money pits. Favorite movies is the money pits. Yeah, no, the yeah.
2: same guy for sure. Favorite
1: movie, money pit. Favorite activity.
2: <laughs> Legos. But he's so, he's 13.
1: Do, you, do, you, do the two of you build the kind of Lego things I have no respect for? I'm going to give you this ahead of time because okay. mm-hmm. I don't want to come down on you like a hammer afterwards. Yeah. I got no respect for people building the thing that it shows on the outside of the Lego. Oh, I do. Why? Who cares?
2: It's like a puzzle, though. Like you're not going to build a puzzle you know, into something else. I'm well, not. Well, it's
1: because puzzles puzzles don't have the amazing feature that you can turn them into anything.
2: <laughs> well, if, if the thing, if we had enough time to build it into the thing it was, and then like, oh, like I know what pieces I have now. Let me build something else. But I don't know. I didn't have time. I just wanted to build the thing that was there. I like following instructions and then seeing it all, you know, right. come together.
1: Now, maybe. I look. I'm out on a limb here because. I think it's safe to assume that there are more people in the podcast listening community who, who have an affinity for <laughs> yeah. who have an affinity for following destruct- instructions and seeing things through uh, than for um, my system, which is going rogue. If it was me, I would have you know, you guys know the kind of uh, clear plastic bin that I of keep course. my clothes in at yes. Costco. Yes, I would have one of that full of. In fact, my intent is as soon as my children are old enough to not uh, mm-hmm. choke and die. Yeah. Uh, by my doing so, mm-hmm. uh, just have a bin of Legos. Yeah. And just build any fucking thing. That's what well, I I mean I like that Wars. too but
2: you don't have <laughs> fucking to fucking Star Wars yeah. I, I think because I don't finish most of the projects I start in life, it's nice to, like, see a plan and be like, here, the thing is done. I have accomplished a, a thing. It's
1: important for you to focus your energy on something yes. that will benefit you none.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. I understand that. We watched Third Rock from the Sun and we built this Lego thing, and I couldn't do that at the same time. I couldn't – I need instructions, you know? You
1: watched Third Rock from <laughs> the Sun and built Legos? Yeah. That show great. holds, a show holds up. Show holds up. It's still a real B-minus <laughs> even today. No,
2: it's good. I think it's actually better, it's as better an than an adult a, watching it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I so just... a B?
2: Yes. I mean, I was a big old, I loved French Stewart and stuff.
1: I was obsessed well, with that show. Well, you guys are best friends with French uh, Stewart. Yeah. Yes. He's, oh, our, he's
0: our BFF. Sometimes he likes my statuses on Facebook and I'm like, what the awesome. sauce? <laughs> There's nothing better than that. <laughs>
1: I yeah. I'm not here to run down French Stewart.
2: I'm <laughs> no, you're running down French Stewart. You're running down Legos. I'm not
1: I'm not I'm not here to run down Kristen Johnson. So. Yes.
2: Yeah. Kristen it. Johnson.
1: Heard her one time on Julie Klausner's show seemed like a cool mm-hmm. lady.
0: Yeah. That show was great because it's the only show that let Lithgow be Lithgow.
2: Yeah, he got went full Lithgow. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah.
1: How, what would you say is pure, pure uncut Lithgow?
2: Because he just gets just to be sweet. a cartoon. Yeah,
0: just a dramatic, screaming alien professor. That's what he is in his heart, I think. Mm-hmm. Mary, just like screaming all the time. <laughs>
1: God, it would be fun to be on a TV show. Yeah, like a TV show like that. Yeah, like it doesn't ask that much of them. No, it was no. fun.
2: They get, they yeah, they really got to just be crazy and yeah. And what was it? In...
1: Three days a week.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ugh, just just a goof around.
2: Yeah, I'll do that if <laughs> just anybody's out just there. Goof
1: around. That's what they're doing on Third Rock from the Sun. They're yeah, goofing, goofing around, straight goofing. Goofing. goofing, just having fun up straight there. Goofing. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan <laughs> Jessica. la Go. La, 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 la. I'm Dave Holmes, and if you've been missing my show, International Waters, then you've been missing this. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about owls, yes. they Will are wise. It? Two things. Will they are wise.
3: It? Yes. They love nightclubs. They, all, they wear
1: tiny graduation motorboards, and they love nightclubs. They also do the best double takes of all birds of prey. <laughs> and, and if you slow it down, they actually go... "Get up!" International Waters, a panel show where U.S. and U.K. comedians battle for pop culture supremacy. Subscribe right now on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. I'm Brandi Posey,
0: Sassmaster Classic.
2: I'm Barbara Gray
1: from the Lady to Lady <laughs> podcast. Yes. Uh, you guys are going on you guys are about to go on tour. We are. Where we, are you where are you going? Pacific Northwest. We're right? going Pacific
2: to the Northwest. Pacific Northwest. Um, May eleventh is our first show.
0: Yeah, we'll be in Seattle on May eleventh. May twelfth, we're in Portland, Seattle. We're also
1: on there on May thirteenth. You guys also have like a stop in like Chico or something, right? There we're in a, like a couple a, of we're, weird, we're in a yeah. weird
2: few small towns. We have, uh Eugene, Washington. Yeah, Eugene,
0: Oregon, Salem, or, or, Oregon.
2: Wait, Eugene, Oregon. Sorry. Yeah, uh, Salem, Oregon, Eureka,
1: California,
0: Eureka,
2: Humboldt, basically. Yeah,
0: Humboldt, and then uh, Oakland and Ventura.
1: As long as you're in Eureka and not Y-rica. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Eureka.
0: That's a real
1: second-rate comedy tour stop. <laughs> how the, do you even book? How do you even book yourself a comedy show in Eureka?
2: Um, the Sav- guys who run Savage Henry, it's a magazine up there. Mm-hmm. They uh, they're in Eureka. In Humboldt, it, it's in Arcata, but yeah. they but the place they found us was in Eureka, which These is guys like right are pot there. Farmers
1: professionally,
2: basically, basically.
1: Yeah. Um, I think everyone up there is. really
2: cool guys though, and they've had they've done a show for a me before and stuff. They, they so. have a
0: festival. They have like a Savage Henry yeah, festival that happens every year. Festival. They have comedy that comes through town because they, they all have they have money because they're all part pop farmers. Right. Although I
2: think like they make some money off of the magazine. Yeah. I'm gonna get um, mad
0: if we paid in, if we get paid just oh, weed. Yeah, I'm gonna get so mad. I don't, I don't, think I don't smoke, happen. so I'm like afraid that's gonna. We'll
2: happen. see. We'll see. We can just sell it on the road then. Yeah, that's exactly. So what So come I to your do. show. Buy weed from us. Um, but you can find out that info at ladytoladycomedy.com if you want to come see us. Yeah,
0: and we're doing mostly stand-up. Uh, uh, There's two of us and then Tess Barker, our third co-host. And we're gonna have like local guests on each show. Yeah. What kind of
1: local guests are you're gonna get in Eureka? That we don't know What yet. are you going to get in Eugene, Oregon? Eugene is a nice place. Um, I Eugene. There's comics,
2: yeah. I mean, all around, you know, everywhere. Yeah.
1: So. so you're just going to get a local Eugene, Oregon comic? I, well, I've been Open through – I
2: went – basically did the same tour last year. So I met a lot of people in all those towns and stuff.
1: I think you need to get like a musical saw player.
0: I mean, that would be cool. if you're a musical saw player that lives in Eugene or well, any of our. we got stops, the woman. You know a I gotta a a be message.
1: honest with you guys. I don't think this is gonna work. <laughs> uh... Because I went looking for a didgeridoo player for me and Jordan Santa Cruz show. I couldn't. If you can't find a didgeridoo player in, in Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz, how are we gonna find a musical saw player in Eugene? Oregon?
2: I'm incredible at Craigslist. You don't even know my Craigslist game.
1: Really it's strong. Yeah. You're gonna get up on Craigslist, get yourself a theremin band. I
2: sure am. I'll prove it. Yeah. That would be great. Let's go on the road with them the entire time. Yeah.
1: You d- I think novelty acts is where – because you, you got comedy on lock. The three of you guys are hilarious. Well,
2: You're, we right? have the woman I who act. sent us the email saying she was a hello fellow cunt wielders. Yeah. And told us she
1: <laughs> – Which <laughs> is how you should start every email every that you email. sent us. I do. You know what? <laughs> I did that for a while and mm-hmm. I got really mixed reactions. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. You respond to everybody who writes – who writes you messages about the show, right? Hey. Yeah, well,
1: somebody will send me an email. Uh, Dear Mr. Thorne, I enjoyed hearing your show on NPR. <laughs> uh-huh. I appreciated your sensitive <laughs> interview with, you know, a major cultural figure, and I say well, thank you, cunt Wielder. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, She said she can, should we read the like, the joke she wrote? No, I don't
1: want to. I don't want to read her joke. Okay, in, in she case she's she
2: said she does show. comedy, and then yeah. and then she. She doesn't have video of her comedy, but she wrote out one of her yeah, jokes. Yeah, she for us. sent
0: us her written joke, which was several paragraphs long.
1: Wait, what did? Where did the cunt wielder part come in?
2: That was she was greeting. calling us that. She was saying hello because we're women,
0: fellow cunt wielders. Therefore, we are women.
1: Okay, so yeah. that's that's just a that's just it's a, a comedian thing that I don't know about. No, 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 no. Neither no, no, neither, is, neither, is neither did not, we. Neither all did we. All female comedians greet each other, as yeah. a fellow cunt wielder. Yeah.
0: yeah, and Then we do the handshake. We bump cunts, bump, and then cunt, we move cunt. on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All, those of us who are male in the comedy community yeah. call each other ball ticklers.
0: Yeah, and oh, okay. We
1: give it, we we give a gentle circular rub. Oh, ball to ball, like one one we of each of to your scrot. one we of each open of your balls. The
2: that's yeah. the opposite of our yeah. That's yeah. our lady to lady b side podcast scrote to scrote.
1: Yeah. <laughs> scrot
0: to scrot.
2: <laughs> It's
0: just a lot well, of like, We have
2: our boyfriends on. It's
0: just a lot of this.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So go to ladytoladycomedy.com, or I'm sure you guys are going to post them on MaximumFun.org, right? Oh, now, yeah. Right? All the okay. dates will be on there. Go to MaximumFun.org. Um, I wanted to mention something. We're, we have a very special offer at my menswear blog. Put this on right now. This is very unusual, but we have two like subscription programs. This is something that I people often think that I'm not being serious when I say. But we have a pocket square subscription club. Of course
2: you
0: do.
1: Of course you do. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Of course I do.
2: I would think nothing less of it. Yeah. I travel what did, Does world. anything come in the pocket squares like lemon bars or anything? No. Oh.
1: Why would I put lemon bars in a pocket it just square? just sounds
2: good. Yeah.
1: You just like lemon bars? Yeah, just you seemed, say, Do you like call Time Magazine? It's like a perfect. Hello, is this the office of Time Magazine? I have a question about your Man of the Year issue. Is there any lemon, bar? lemon bars? But a pocket square a seems like, like a, perfect, a
2: perfect, a perfect, <laughs> a, a perfect size to hold a little lemon bar in your pocket. Is that a lemon bar in your pocket? I guess.
0: Or am I just hungry? I
1: don't. I don't like the idea that these. I travel the world gathering fabrics. <laughs> uh-huh. I have a woman who hand cuts them, hand rolls the edges. Okay. And then you just put a pocket, put a lemon bar in I'm there. I'm just making
0: sure. I just, I didn't know. Is a pocket square purely decorative or can that be used as like a handkerchief at any it should point? It be,
1: should be decorative. <laughs> okay, purely I mean, decorative. You could use it as a handkerchief okay. if you wanted to say goodbye to it as a decoration. <laughs> okay, got it. If you, the, the general rule is mm-hmm. if you're going to something, if you're ill or you're going to a funeral, or Okay. Or a wedding or somewhere mm-hmm. where some people are going to need it. Yes, uh, you keep uh, the pocket square in your breast pocket, and you keep a uh, a handkerchief in your uh, what do you call it, your hip pocket.
0: Got it. OK. That makes sense. So a pocket square
1: is more for like say you were
0: saying goodbye to a loved one on the back of a boat while you were emigrating to exactly. America. Then you, then would, you wave would wave it. Square. OK. Got Certainly it. Certainly so. That's a pocket or square let's situation. Say,
1: let's say that you were uh, some kind of silent era comedian mm-hmm. and you'd accidentally been dropped into a uh, rodeo. Okay. And the bull had just been released. Oh. Then you would wave your pockets. Yeah. In another situation.
0: Could you also express – you would take it and mop your head if you were worried or sweaty also? I would rather that you didn't do that That's a
2: handkerchief. That's a a handkerchief 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 move. Or if you have like – yeah, if you have like a cookie hidden in there, then you take (laughs) it out and then you (laughs) wipe your mouth with it. I
1: don't think you should (laughs) –
2: I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to like make you snick, angry like about a
1: snickerdoodle. Yeah. Yeah. I take yeah. one of my handmade pocket mm. squares that retail yeah. for sixty-five dollars uh. and put a snickerdoodle in there. Yeah. And An all
2: thirty-five dollar thirty-five dollar Snickerdoodle. Yeah. What
1: okay, if... here's okay. Look, I'm trying to give a special <laughs> offer here. Yes. Uh this week you can get a free pocket square if you subscribe. Ooh. At t- any length of time. You could literally subscribe for one month. Yeah. And you will get two pocket squares in the mail. Wow. Um, But if you subscribe for a year, you already get one free in addition to your six. It's in every other month. Mm -hmm. So you will get two free. So your first shipment, if you subscribe for a year, will be three. Wow. Uh, And uh, that's if you use the code, uh, if you use the code GENTLEMAN. Naturally. Um, And uh, as well, Mm -hmm. uh, we have a subscription newsletter Mm -hmm. uh, called the Inside Track where those eBay – choices go, uh, as discussed previously, because basically we have a couple that run on the website publicly, but then people complain because our website's so popular, Mm -hmm. it drives up the prices, and people feel like they're not getting a deal. So we have a secret one that you have to pay five bucks a month to get. It also includes a roundup of all the sales of all the websites that we like and stuff like that. Um, You can get a free month of that right now uh, using the code INSIDETRACK. Nice. So you will find those codes on putthison.com dot com right now. Just scroll down a little bit or something. Um, well, and it is the first is the first and only time we have ever put these on sale. We're only putting them on sale because we just switched platforms. We kind of thought like, oh we'll you know, we'll do us. So we had to put this together for people that are switching to make sure that they put in their new credit card numbers. Yeah. Uh, and we're like, we'll let's do that. So That's nice. go to putthison.com. dot com. Uh, you can use the tra- code GENTLEMAN for a free pocket square. Mm-hmm. You can use the code INSIDE TRACK for a free month of the Put This On Inside Track.
0: Would a, would a lady use a pocket square for anything?
1: Is there – I are guess i No. Box? Yeah. Like box wiping? Is that something?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, Cottonel wipes. Yeah. You definitely wipe. are done with a pocket square. After you, <laughs> yeah. After you use that,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could use it to
2: wield it towards your, hold your
1: boobs apart, <laughs> <laughs>
2: just pull them apart I'm just, this them is behind is you.
1: All purely speculative. Okay. cuz I am. You not
2: could do a lot lady. with it. You could tie it around your neck and have a nice. Yeah, cute, I always nice like that look. Check. I always you would like a choke neck yourself cuff.
1: and die because it's not big enough. Oh, oh Okay. All right. You all right. Never could, mind.
2: Nothing for women.
1: You could put it in a pocket. You could put it in your, hanging it out your back pocket. Yeah, that would show what kind of late 1970s mm-hmm. homosexual man you were. Great. There you
2: go. That's um, nice. I'm all kinds. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Just a rainbow. Real leather daddy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Could you it would it's it would be too
0: small to wear as if you were a bandit, right? Yeah. You couldn't rob so. a bank with a pocket square.
1: You could tie two pocket squares together. There you go. Sign Rapunzel up. Get this style, free deal. And, get, and then you could become a Bundy. Yeah. And
2: then if you yeah. get all of them, you can tie them up for an escape. Yeah. escape rope be the most fashionable magician
1: you would the here's the thing if you subscribe for a year you get six pocket squares is every other month uh-huh. plus two free pocket squares it's eight
3: that's uh, so uh, eight uh, pocket uh. squares
1: so you would have to escape from a window that was about See, You'd be on the first floor still. About six feet high. Great. Okay. Five to six feet high.
2: If you have bad knees,
1: you yep. know, then you could use the scarf exactly. to help it get down. That's a really good. Do
0: point.
2: you? Yeah. Do you have a tagline for your for your site? Are you? Is it go? Is it? Hey, put this
1: on. For put this on. Yeah, it's hey, put this on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, what's the matter, of you? Put this on. <laughs> yeah. It's, forget about it.
2: Forget about it. Put hey, this on. Put this on.
0: Forget about it. <laughs> listen up, you cantaloupe. Put this <laughs> on. <laughs> listen up,
1: you cantaloupe. <laughs> is that a reference to something? Or is this a the Brandy form, Posey original. Form from your fertile comic mind. <laughs> just came out.
0: Just came right on out of the noggin. Feel anyway, good about
1: it. this go to it. putthison.com, where our slogan is, listen up, you cantaloupe. <laughs> 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 put this on. com Um, When something momentous happens to you, we have you call us at 206-984-4-FUN for our regular segment, Momentous Occasions. Colin Marshall's on the boards. He's ready to roll out the first Momentous Occasion. Let's hear it.
4: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Mikey calling with a Momentous Occasion. Uh, I'm a career zookeeper. I've been bouncing around through zoos over the past few years. And today, at my first day of work, at my dream job where I'm working as an orangutan keeper. Um, and I had the moment of my life when I met an orangutan who speaks sign language, and he called me his friend. Aww. Aww. This is the best day of my life, and I'm sharing it with you, and now I'm going to go home and take it sleazy like Sunday morning. Love yeah. the show. Thanks for doing it.
1: God bless you. Awesome. I really if anyone <laughs> has earned taking it sleazy like Sunday morning. Yeah. That's you, Sarah.
2: I really thought he was going to say jerk off to orangutan pictures. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he just had a very dramatic pause there and yeah. I was like, oh, please. I
0: think this orangutan was just establishing that he is your friend. Uh, so you will give him a ride to the airport next <laughs> month.
1: <laughs> yeah. he needs. He's, he's moving for. and he
2: knows you have a truck. Yeah. <laughs> he's moving zoos. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Man. You know, I have a friend who grew up in Woodside, California. Uh, which is like a rural part of Silicon Valley. But it's okay. also the place where all the venture capitalists are. Oh, tech bro, mm, Good combo. But he grew up there. His, his parents were like back-to-the-land hippies mm-hmm. in the 60s and mm-hmm. like bought a big piece of land and built themselves a house and then venture capital happened around them. Um, and so the two amazing things about uh, the place where he lives are, number one, his immediate neighbors who are, I'm going to say five football fields away, Have a menagerie,
2: fantastic.
1: So, just sometimes you'll just be sitting in his parents' house. Uh Well, I haven't sat in his parents' house since like I was like twenty three. Yeah, but I have sat in his parents' house and looked at over his shoulder out the window as an emu walked by. (laughs) (laughs) They also had zebras. Wow, like multiple zebras, like a whole group of zebras, and they just walked around. There was no fences or anything.
2: (laughs) I just watched that movie Roar. Have you heard about that? The
1: no, is that that's the Katy Perry documentary? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's this it's this film that was I can't remember the guy's name, but it's Tippi Hedren and uh, her daughter Melanie Griffith and mm-hmm. whoever Tippi was married to at the time.
1: Wait, Melanie Griffith's mom is Tippi. Tippi Hedren. Hed-
2: I know. Yeah, I didn't know that wow. until this either. Hmm. And um, it's it's this movie that
1: was when they grew up. Now, who is Kurt Russell's dad? Jack Russell is a, sure, a terrier. He's half terrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah.
2: Um it, it, they, lived, they lived with like 30 to 40 lions. They. <laughs> the <candy Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what? else? <Ow. I'm laughs> trying to tell you about this movie.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kurt Russell's dad <laughs> is Russell, the football, yeah. the brand of football. Yeah. <laughs> This little athletic, the sweatshirt folks.
2: He
0: came from a Jack, a Jack Russell Terrier humping a football, yeah. and that's where Russell Aww, comes from. That's beautiful. Specific
1: yeah. brand of gruff charm. Okay, sorry. Yes.
2: So they have lots of animals. No, it's fine. They have they have like thirty to forty lions that they lived with. And then they decide to make a movie about it, and it's the craziest thing I've ever seen.
1: You shouldn't even live with one lion.
2: No, you shouldn't live with any. No. They open the door, and there's just 30 of them just living in a house. And they. The they, lions
1: lived in their house? Yes. They Where live. they poo poo?
2: Outside, I guess.
1: I, it was so insane. They have a lion door on their regular door? <laughs> you like no, they had basically they had
2: all these ramps everywhere, yeah, and they could Thank come in and very out the
0: windows much for
1: enjoying that, Brandy, because I was having a lot of fun with that idea.
2: <laughs> your dad,
0: your dad just showed through so hard. Like, but where do the lions poo poo? Like, I hear exactly how you are with your kids in that line. That's amazing.
2: Yes, yeah, a big cat door, big bowl of milk for all of them to drink out of. She's The biggest.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. So the other thing that my friend Tyler lived near when he, he was growing up mm-hmm. is Coco the fucking gorilla. Whoa! He lived down the street from Coco the gorilla. Did gorilla? Did Coco
2: just have like a his own condo, or what was his deal?
1: Yeah, Coco the number one Coco the gorilla is. Oh lady. excuse me, lady. excuse me. Come sure. on.
2: Are you I here? don't. I know barely about Coco. No, I don't know that much about her. She had a kitten. Coco's kitten.
1: Number one yeah. fine animal gorilla. Yeah. That's her famous quote. Yeah. (laughs) That's some fun Coco the Gorilla humor. Um, Coco the Gorilla had like a compound. Yeah. Um, So she had indoor and outdoor areas. Uh, Of course, her cat, All Ball, lived there Mm -hmm. until she died tragically. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I remember. Okay. Um, very sad.
1: And that's that Coco the Gorilla is still around, by the Mm -hmm. way.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm just getting sort of old and ornery from what I understand. Yeah. Anyway, this guy made an orangutan. That's pretty rock solid. Yeah, it? that's pretty sweet. I mean, of,
0: it's not coke. <laughs> of the monkeys, I think I would m- want to meet an orangutan.
1: Of the pr- of the primates, I think so
0: too. I don't want to meet a chimp. Number I don't. One, I don't like a chimp.
1: Orangutan is an ape. Oh, sorry. Um, so I'm going to head these emails off at the pass here. I'm so sorry, everybody. Send them to me, I guess. Show me an orangutan's tail, and then I'll show you a monkey <laughs> orangutan. Am I right, Am I right Babs?
2: Yes. Give me a break. You're totally Some right. Some people
1: are just assholes. You
2: know, Everyone. Right. Everyone's
1: just an Some asshole. Some people are fucking assholes. It's
2: oh, me. Brandy. <laughs>
0: I am an asshole, a real asshole, top of the food chain. You guys. So you would like to meet an orangutan? I would like to.
1: Yeah, I would like to meet one of those. Do you say orangutan or orangutan? Tang, which I know is Tang seems right. Orangutan feels right. Common usage, right? Yeah, but there's no g there, right?
2: I don't know. It's been a while since I've spelled it. I don't think there is. But Tang comes from orangutan. Orangutan.
1: Tang comes from orang. I thought it came from the space program.
2: Well, both, right? I think that's what they Some named it after. Stars? Yeah,
0: I think so. <laughs> if, we'd shot, if we had shot an orangutan into space for those chimps, we would have we would have won a lot more in the space race. That's all I'm what saying. What
1: if he had met the What if he met the orangutan?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he signed to it like, hello, mm-hmm. I'm your new keeper. And then the or- orangutan signed back, suck my dick.
2: <laughs> eat a lemon. or What did you say? Go, eat go, a suck lem- a le- go, go suck a, suck a lemon. lemon. Go suck a
4: lemon. <laughs> Please. It's a popular phrase in the orangutan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's, let's take another call, Colin. <laughs> Hi, Jordan, Jesse, guest, and Sunny D. I have a momentous occasion. Um, this is right from Brooklyn, and like any self-respecting Brooklyn person, I ride my bike. So I get out of work a couple days ago. Can you and pause it's this, gone. Colin? <laughs> this-
1: it, like any self-respecting Brooklyn person, and yeah. then you say, "I ride my bike." Yeah. No. Yeah. I I make my own pickles. Yeah. I you you can't say I ride. That's a, such a dis. I have sleeve garters. Exactly. Like you really can't set that up and then. Follow it up with, I ride my bike.
0: Fuck everybody in a wheelchair in Brooklyn is what he's basically saying, too.
1: (laughs) You know what what I always say? Some people are just assholes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm from Brooklyn and I ride a bicycle. (laughs) I rode a bicycle here today from Brooklyn. That's how Brooklyn I am. (laughs)
1: We know you're from Brooklyn because you already came up with that great line about cantaloupes.
4: (laughs) Hey, you cantaloupe.
1: Okay, press play, Colin. The
4: wheel locked to a frame with a note that says, I have your bike and a phone number. So (laughs) I call the phone number and the dude on the phone says that he has it. He saw a guy stealing it and he followed him. Saw him stash my bike in a construction site and then go and hit up another bike rack so this dude on the phone confronts him thief runs off and he goes grabs my bike and brings it to his office and leaves the note so i could come and get it now new york things are crazy so i'm thinking this is ransom or extortion or something so um the guy on the phone gave me the address of his office. I walk by and I recognize it as like a building of a major television network. Now one of my coworkers used to work there. So I'd tell him the story, show him the phone number, and he's like, Oh, I remember I know that phone number. That's a friend of mine I've been seen in years. So I'm like, Oh, this is legit. And um I Better just got my nerves. bike back. This guy was completely serious and truthful he is basically the bicycle equivalent of batman and i reconnected uh, two friends who haven't been seen seen each other in a long time through a little bout of vigilante justice so yes vigilante justice Mm
1: -hmm. as soon as we found out as soon as i found out that he wasn't as soon as i realized that he wasn't going to say that it was rachel maddow or something yeah (laughs) Uh, my, my, my maybe it
2: was, maybe it was, but he just didn't <laughs> yeah, want to put out. it out there.
1: If he had just, if he had not set it up as though the moral of the story was going to be that fucking Al Gore got his bike or something.
2: Yeah. But That's not enough. That this guy got it. That's
1: pretty cool. It would have been had he not said, and it was a major, major television TV. network. And then I went there. And oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the payoff is, and everything was as it seemed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thirty Rockefeller. It was Lorne Michaels. Oh God, wouldn't
1: that be great? What if it was yeah. Biff from The Late Show? <laughs> that would be really. Oh, it fun.
2: definitely was Biff.
1: It was uh, the guy from The Hello Deli. Mm-hmm. What's that guy called? <laughs>
2: yeah. I can't remember.
1: I haven't watched No, it's Paul Schaefer,
2: ever. obviously, guys. God, oh, come yeah. on.
1: Shafer. Can I tell you guys a secret opinion that I have this is not going to be a secret Is it about anymore. Paul Schaefer? Yeah, put it yeah. out there. Paul Schaefer's underrated. <laughs> I no, like I, Paul Schaefer. I think he's funny. No, I would
0: believe... I'm I, i I'm right there with you. I think yeah. he's fun. He's he like, wouldn't a, be on the show if he wasn't funny. He's been a good bounce board for Dave for years, and he I think he's more than co-wrote that.
1: wrote the song It's Raining Men.
0: Did he? No. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, so
1: that's pretty good, too.
0: I wonder what he's going to do now that, that Dave's ending. I mean, obviously, you just retire, but if you going to. Yeah, yeah.
1: What's G.E. Smith doing, right? Now? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne America's radio sweetheart. I'm Brandy
0: Posey Sassmaster Classic.
2: I'm Barbara Grey, a thorn in your side. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> what are you, my 7th grade gym teacher? no. Why do you call me Jesse the Body Ventura next?
2: <laughs> I I just I'm not I can't think of it. Anything. Babs Grey. Babs the abs.
1: <laughs> Babs, great! Did you know that I uh, that my pretend secret girlfriend's name is Babs?
2: Really? Ooh.
1: Yeah. Like if what's you know, your like secret girlfriend? Like if if
2: when you threaten if I to if I'm gonna
1: be gone. I'm gonna be gone. I'm gonna be home a little late tomorrow. Yeah. My wife says why? They mm-hmm. say I have a date with Babs. Oh, <laughs> that's great. I, mean, I also have a. I have two actually. One's called Missy. <laughs> Babs and Missy. I Babs is like, weird. I like to keep them guessing, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is one
0: of them more of a weekend gal? One of them's more you catch up on your TV with?
1: I would say they're both like like spectacular fuckholes. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: that should have been your nickname. Barbara
2: Gray. <laughs> <laughs> spectacular fuckholes Holes with goals. Oh, that's mine. Holes with goals. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: it. <laughs> Well,
1: two thirds of the ladies from lady to lady has been a delight to have you come and class up this podcast. <laughs> thank
2: thank you, very thank
3: you. Grateful
1: to have you here. <laughs> I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna make those goals.
2: I think so too. Babs and those holes. <laughs> no, God, Babs is such a cool
1: name. <laughs> yeah. I wish my name was Babs. Is there? A, there's no. There's you no can dude change name it. that's that cool, right? I mean, I'm totally satisfied with my name. I think I've got a nice, solid name.
0: Jesse is a go- is one of the better guy names.
1: But I don't. But what? But but it's not as good as Babs. Babs. Babs is fun and cool. Yeah,
2: I don't like. I've never liked my name. Babs is really okay. Babs. Yeah, is
1: really I like Babs. A lot. I mean, Barbara is fun. But Barbara I can't. Barbara is a sort of. Neutral. I
2: can't tell people to call me Babs. That's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why not? Because
1: it's You're just fun. I'm Babs. <laughs> You're wearing a leopard print shirt. You can tell anybody yeah, to call that's, you that's, call that's, whatever. You
2: I am like. wearing a very Babs
0: shirt. That's yeah, true.
1: Very Babs. You gotta toss right.
0: your hair and be like, just call me Babs. So, Come on, yeah. I just
2: feel like that means I'm in like. A bar, I'm 60, and she's like, hey, it's Babs. Me
1: that's the, what's so give fun Babs. Babs.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's so fun! Okay, okay, I'm Babs.
1: You're a young, attractive woman <laughs> who has the name of a fun old lady. Yeah. <laughs> I know,
2: but gray, that's old, too. It's just, like, too much old.
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's too much old here on Jordan Just Jesse- <laughs> oh. The Lady to Lady is going on tour. Uh, if you're in the Pacific Northwest or Northern California or Ventura, Yep. <laughs> uh, make sure to come out to their tour. Bullseye proud to be sponsoring it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a delight. And mm-hmm. hey, if you're in Brooklyn, if you're in Brooklyn, New York City, where they paint murals of Biggie, uh, I'm going ba- to be at BAM, the Brooklyn Academy of Music, nice. uh, for Radio Love Fest on Saturday night, Ooh. the Saturday following the re- release of this week's program. Um, that's Saturday, May 9th, I want to say. Uh, I'm going to be hosting a show. And by hosting, I mean walking out on stage, doing a little comedy bit that I'll probably write on the airplane and then introducing (laughs) a real comedian. Uh, I'm going to be hosting a show with uh, Ali Wong, Aparna Nancharla, uh, Maria Bamford. Great lineup. Good lineup. Who who am I missing? Uh, Ali Wong. uh, Aisha Tyler. And Aisha Tyler. Damn. All uh, of
0: those have been guests on Lady to Lady except for Maria.
1: Got get so, Maria in there. Just listen. It's a real murderer's row of delightful yeah. comedians. Four of, like, my favorite comedians yeah. in the entire history of the world. Yeah, that's an amazing lineup. Um, so ride your bike there, so Brooklyn. get on your bike. Bring, yeah. bring me some pickled beets. <laughs> Do love pickled beets. Uh, Colin Delicious. Marshall on the boards this week. Our theme, our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of our friends at Light in the Attic Records. It comes from their album, Kites Are Fun, the best of the free design. Uh, if you have thoughts about Jordan Jesse Go, you can always email us at jjgo at org or give us a call at 206-984-4FUN, 206-984-4FUN. This week on Bullseye, Jim Burroughs, the legendary sitcom director, directed 75 episodes of Taxi, like um, co-created Cheers, uh, directed the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Every, like every episode of uh, – Will and Grace wow. uh, directed the pilot of Friends. Uh, oh. Directed, an amazing dude. He tells this story about uh, tells this story about uh, Andy Kaufman on Taxi. Uh, had a clause in his contract that you had to uh, that they had to give a guest shot to Tony Clifton, his <laughs> lounge singer alter ego. Yeah.
2: Oh, I love it.
1: And then they had to fire him because he was too terrible. <laughs> And so the manager, Tony Clifton's manager, who was coincidentally also George Shapiro. Andy Kaufman's mm-hmm. manager, called and said, you can fire him, uh, but he needs you to fire him in front of everybody, and he needs two <laughs> prostitutes, one to sit on each leg while he's being fired.
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
1: So more fun stories like that <laughs> on Bullseye this week. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go!